0: Hey everybody, this is Karis Frege, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning, everyone. Today is May 14th, and we're going to read Proverbs chapter 14 first in the ESV and then in the message version. The first verse of Proverbs 14 says, The wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. Whoever walks in uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is devious in his ways despises him. By the mouth of a fool comes a rod for his back, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness breathes out lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom in vain, but knowledge is easy for a man of understanding. Leave the presence of a fool, for there you do not meet words of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his ways, but the folly of fools is deceiving. Fools mock at the guilt offering, but the upright enjoy acceptance. The heart knows its own bitterness, and no stranger shares its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. Even in laughter the heart may ache, and the end of joy may be grief. The backslider in heart will be filled with the fruit of his ways, and a good man will be filled with the fruit of his ways. The simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. One who is wise is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool is reckless and careless. A man of quick temper acts foolishly, and a man of evil devices is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow down before the good, the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor is disliked even by his neighbor, but the rich has many friends. Whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but blessed is he who is generous to the poor. Do they not go astray who devise evil? Those who devise good meet steadfast love and faithfulness. In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their wealth, but the folly of fools brings folly. A truthful witness saves lives, but one who breathes out lies is deceitful. In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence, and his children will have a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. In a multitude of people is the glory of a king, but without people a prince is ruined. Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. A tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. Whoever oppresses a poor man insults his maker, but he who is generous to the needy honors him. The wicked is overthrown through his evil doing, but the righteous finds refuge in his death. Wisdom rests in the heart of a man of understanding, but it makes itself known even in the midst of fools. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. A servant who deals wisely has the king's favor, But his wrath falls on one who acts shamefully and then in the message version the same proverb says lady wisdom builds a lovely home sir fool comes along and tears it down brick by brick an honest life shows respect for god a degenerate life is a slap in his face frivolous talk provokes a derisive smile wise speech evokes nothing but respect no cattle no crops. A good harvest requires a strong ox for the plow. A true witness never lies. A false witness makes a business of it. Cynics look high and low for wisdom and never find it, but the open-minded find it right on their doorstep. Escape quickly from the company of fools. They're a waste of your time, a waste of your words. The wisdom of the wise keeps life on track. The foolishness of fools lands them in the ditch. This stupid ridicule right and wrong, but a moral life is a favored life. The person who shuns the bitter moments of friends will be an outsider at their celebrations. Lives of careless wrongdoing are tumble-down shacks. Holy living builds soaring cathedrals. There's a way of life that looks harmless enough. Look again, it leads straight to hell. Sure, those people appear to be having a good time, but all that laughter will end in heartbreak. A mean person gets paid back in meanness a gracious person and grace. The gullible believe anything they're told. The prudent sift and weigh every word. The wise watch their steps and avoid evil. Fools are headstrong and reckless. The hot-headed do things they'll later regret. The cold-hearted get the cold shoulder. Foolish dreamers live in a world of illusion. Wise realists plant their feet on the ground. Eventually, evil will pay tribute to good. The wicked will respect God-loyal people. An unlucky loser is shunned by all, but everyone loves a winner. It's criminal to ignore a neighbor in need, but compassion for the poor, what a blessing. Isn't it obvious that conspirators lose out while the thoughtful win love and trust? Hard work always pays off. Mere talk puts no bread on the table. The wise accumulate wisdom. Fools get stupider by the day. Souls are saved by truthful witness and betrayed by the spread of lies. The fear of God builds up confidence and makes a world safe for your children. The fear of God is a spring of living water, so you won't go off drinking from poisoned wells. The mark of a good leader is loyal followers. Leadership is nothing without a following. Slowness to anger makes for deep understanding. A quick-tempered person stockpiles stupidity. A sound mind makes for a robust body, but runaway emotions corrode the bones. You insult your maker when you exploit the powerless. When you're kind to the poor, you honor God. The evil of bad people leaves them out in the cold. The integrity of good people creates a safe place for living. Lady wisdom is at home in an understanding heart. Fools never even get to say hello. God devotion makes a country strong. God avoidance leaves people weak. Diligent work gets a warm commendation shiftless work earns an angry rebuke. Now there are three verses in chapter 14 that seem to encapsulate the same idea. The opening verse for me is in my mind a useful warning and a charge. It's not relegated to only females but it's open for men and women to be challenged by. It says that the wisest of women builds her house but folly with her own hands tears it down. Wisdom builds her house. Foolishness tears it down by her own hands. The choices that we make day in and out determine what our dwelling is like. If we choose to have minds set on the spirit, as Romans 8 says, we have life. If we choose forgiveness, diligence, peace, joy, productivity, we build a house. In turmoil, if we relentlessly pour out our hearts to God, refusing to engage the enemy in conversation about disappointment or confusion, we shore up our own foundation. We aren't victims of life happening to us. Jesus had given us powerful tools to construct a dwelling for him and for us to live in. But bitterness and envy, self-pity, fear, these are the things that folly chooses and the very walls around her crumble eventually. It's the long game of cumulative choices over time that build our houses. The second two verses speak to contentment and envy. So a wise woman builds her house and then doesn't compare it with that of her neighbors. Verse 11 says the house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish. Here wickedness lives in a house and the upright in a tent. Now camping is fun, at least for a day, but as a lifestyle, it's hardly similar to sturdy walls and many rooms, but the upright isn't comparing and her tent is flourishing. Wherever she is, she is fully invested and fully content and fully flourishing. As verse 30 says, A tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. The secret to peace is to cut off envy when it seeps into our souls. And it happens so quickly. One curious thought, one dinner at a friend's, one new purchase of someone else's, one display of their rare gifting or talent or influence, and envy has suddenly filled our hearts like air in a balloon, and it makes our bones rot. But a tranquil heart, one content in the tent dwelling, is content to follow Jesus as he also lived in meekness, in humility, in gentleness of heart. The peace that we all want to have is only available, as we have seen with every synopsis of any of these Proverbs that we've read, by wisely putting Jesus first, making him our dearest prize and greatest goal, and building our lives around him. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. I think as I was reading this, I I have always loved that opening verse of Proverbs 14. And it's been one that the Lord has used a lot of times to rebuke me and to teach me and to train me. And it's this idea of the agency that we have as humans to build something with what he's given us, to take what we have. And it reminds me of when Jesus told a parable about a manager who gives little, um, it's like talents or gifts or money to his servants. And he gives some a lot and some five and some one, and then he leaves. And when he comes back, he wants to know what they've done with it. And the one with 10 has invested it and made 10 more and the other one has taken the five and made five more but the one says well i knew you were wicked and cruel so i took it and i hid it i buried it and he the the manager gets upset and he's like, man, you could have made money off of that. The least you could have done is put it in the bank and it would have made interest. And instead he took it and he buried it. And I think about our lives sometimes, the different materials that come by way of the talents that we have or the giftings we have or the things we've been entrusted with. And sometimes the hard seasons that come and almost using it as a recipe, like, Lord, what can I make for you that would honor you in this season and how there is this really powerful part of our lives where we get to choose what we do with what He's given us. Um, I'm reading a book by Danny Silk called Keep Your Love On, and it's um, about relationships and boundaries, but in it, He talks about powerful people versus powerless people. And of course, He's using the paradigm of the kingdom of God and just saying, as powerful people, we get to take the things that happen to us and the ways that people treat us and do something with it and construct what we believe is God's best for our lives from those things, with the help of the Holy Spirit, obviously. And as I've just been thinking through that, it seems to be a theme that I'm encountering throughout a lot of life, is how do I not be a victim of life, but how do I take life and with reverence before God say, I'm going to build an altar out of the things that you've given me because you're worthy. And that's my encouragement and challenge for you today. And uh, we will be back here tomorrow for Proverbs 15. Have a wonderful day.